Hey everyone, this is Dr. Ari Grubner. Welcome back to the Niflos Habore podcast. This is Dent in My Car, part two, where we discuss the hematologic system, the bloodstream. We'll also talk about what is the number one killer of human beings on planet Earth. Stay tuned, sit back, relax, and enjoy. One of the things you will hear me say over and over when we talk about the Niflos Habori, the absolute wonders of the human body, is the way this completely fascinates me, the way everything lies in a perfect, perfect balance. Every single system is like this. We talked about this when we talked about the kidneys. Now the kidneys are perfectly balanced to allow just enough of those proteins and materials to leave, but hangs on to the things that are important. The same is true of the hematologic system, of the blood system. It's perfectly, perfectly balanced, and we'll discuss it a little bit more as we go on. So I I mentioned how the blood itself has these clotting factors in there, and the blood knows when to form clots at the perfect moment to make sure that the bleeding stops to keep all the blood inside the body. It forms a scab. It turns into a solid wall. Now, that system is in place, and it's a perfect system that God designed. But at the same time, there are illnesses on either end of the spectrum to either extreme. The first one we'll talk about is when someone does not contain enough of those clotting factors in his bloodstream. In other words, the materials that are needed to create that solid scab, there are many, many, um, a whole group of illnesses where people are lacking some of those materials. They don't have enough of them or they don't have them at all in their bloodstream and therefore they have trouble forming a wall, that solid scab, that solid wall to keep the blood inside their bodies. The most famous one or the most famous category of these diseases are a category of diseases called hemophilia. Maybe people have heard those terms. And hemophilia is a category of diseases where people are lacking some of those clotting factors. They have trouble forming those scabs, forming those solid walls of blood. And unfortunately, what happens to these people if they don't get treated properly is they can get a cut, exactly like the example I gave before. They can get a cut in their shin or in their knee or anywhere else in their body. And because they have trouble forming that scab, forming that blood clot to keep things inside the body, The blood just keeps going and going and going. The heart just keeps pumping and pushing and pushing and pushing. And all of their blood can actually leave their body. And it's a very scary disease because a minor, minor cut is life-threatening. There was a child that I was taking care of in the hospital at one point, a little two-year-old boy who was running around at home. Anyone that has toddlers, two-year-olds, it's daily occurrences that kids get banged up, banged into things. They cry a little bit, they get up, and that's it. For this kid, this two-year-old kid, He has hemophilia, and getting banged up for him is life-threatening. He was running around. He banged into something. He hit his head, got right up, cried a little bit. He was totally fine. If this happened to a regular two-year-old, no one would have blinked an eye. He would have picked him up, stopped crying, and that's it. This kid came into the hospital, needed a CT scan of his brain, of his head, because for him, a tiny, tiny little bleed without the ability to form a clot, to form that scab, to keep the bleeding where it's supposed to be, could be life-threatening. 
So these kids have to come to the hospital. They're constantly monitored, and life is very different for them. Fortunately, that kid ended up being okay, but this is kind of what he has to live with day to day, is fearing for every little cut, every little bang, every little bruise could be life-threatening for him. Interestingly, the Gemara in Yavamath discusses hemophilia, essentially. It doesn't use that word, but the Gemara there talks about um, babies that bleed to death from a bris milah, from a circumcision. And the Gemara there is trying to figure out how many times it have to happen in one family before we say there's a chazaka, there's an assumption that this is going to continue happening and we should not give the child a bris milah. And there's machlokas. Is it two boys in one family or three boys in one family? At what point do we say, that's it. These boys have an, a chazaka, have an assumption in this family that they are going to bleed to death from bris milah. We should not do any more bris milahs on their family. And essentially, it sounds like the Gemara is discussing hemophilia or something like that. Some type of genetic disorder where children are prone to bleed, unable to form clots, and they could bleed to death. But what's fascinating is, this is getting into a little bit of genetics, but hemophilia is X-linked. It's on the X chromosome. And without getting into detail, essentially all that means is that hemophilia has to be passed down genetically from one's mother and not from one's father. It has to be passed down from the mother. And the Gemara there says an interesting thing. The Gemara there, which was written thousands of years ago, says that when we form a chazaka in a family, when we create this chazaka in a family, whether it's two times in one family or three times in one family, we only assume these people are part of the same family if they're achim min ha'em, if these brothers are brothers that share the same mother. Because we know a brother, there could be a full brother, half brothers from the mother, or half brothers that share the same father. Three different types of brothers, technically. And the Gemara there says, we only create this chazaka if they're achim min ha'im, not if they're achim min ha'av. If they're brothers from the father, they, do not, they are not considered to be from the same family regarding this disease. And this was written thousands of years ago, and it's fascinating, fascinating that according to modern science, modern medicine, modern technology, we now know that the only way for this to be transmitted, hemophilia, for it to be transmitted, for two brothers to share the same disease, it has to be passed down from their mother because it's X-linked. And that means if two boys who are only brothers, half-brothers that share the same father, regarding hemophilia, there is no connection between them because the only way they can get this disease is through their mother. Fascinating, fascinating thing that the Gemara talks about thousands of years ago. Now, so talking about the spectrum of diseases, that's one spectrum. The perfect balance is to have only form blood clots, to only form scabs, to stop the bleeding when there's a cut. On the one end of the spectrum, we have things like hemophilia, where unfortunately people have trouble forming clots. They bleed too easily, and it's too hard for their bodies to form a scab, to form a clot, and they could unfortunately bleed out. All of their blood can leave their body. On the other end of the spectrum, we have situations where blood clots form too easily. Blood clots form even when there is no cut, even when there is no opening, even when the blood is still inside the body doing what it's supposed to be doing. And I'm going to say something that may sound extreme a little bit, but blood clots being formed inappropriately are the number one killer in the world. That is the number one killer in the world. How could that be? Because this is a whole, 
whole, whole big group of diseases that are formed by blood clots. I'll mention a few, and I'm sure you've heard of many of them. Strokes. What is a stroke? A stroke is a blood clot, an inappropriately formed blood clot in the brain, meaning it's a scab. It's a solid piece of blood, but this solid piece of blood formed inside the body, not when there was a cut and it was supposed to form to make a scab to keep the blood inside. This is a, a clot or a scab that formed inappropriately inside the bloodstream for no apparent reason and the heart just keeps pumping and pumping and pumping and now there's a solid piece of blood that gets sent to the brain. What happens if you have a solid piece of blood inside the body, not on your knee because you scraped your knee. A solid clot, a solid scab, a solid piece of blood inside the body, it ends up clogging up the bloodstream. It creates a blockage. That's a stroke. A stroke is a clot in the brain that creates a blockage. What happens if there's a blockage? The blood cannot get to where it needs to go to. It can't send oxygen. It can't send all those other nutrients that it needs to send because there's a traffic jam. Because a clot was sent, the clot is inside the body and the clot is causing a traffic jam. Heart attack. A heart attack is a blood clot in the heart. The heart itself needs blood. The heart itself needs oxygen. What happens when there's a clot in the heart itself? That's a heart attack. Maybe you've heard of a pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolism is a blood clot in the lungs. It's when there's a clot, an inappropriately formed blood clot in the bloodstream that gets sent to the lungs, causes a traffic jam, blocks up everything. The lungs can't get the oxygen that they need. So strokes, heart attacks, pulmonary emboli, all of these things are the opposite spectrum the opposite spectrum. Hemophilia on one end where people bleed too easily and it's a life-threatening disease and strokes, heart attacks, pulmonary emboli on the other end where people clot too easily. Their blood is so quick and so quick to form a solid component, to form a scab, to form a clot that it does it inappropriately where it shouldn't even be doing it. It's not a situation where the person scraped their knee. It's just out of the blue. And what happens then is it clogs up the bloodstream. It causes a traffic jam. It blocks blood from getting to where it needs to get to because there's a solid component there and that causes strokes, heart attacks, and pulmonary emboli, among other things. So the take-home message here is the body is incredible. The physiology is incredible. The balance of things, the way things remain in perfect balance is mind-boggling. And every time we get a little scab or a paper cut or something like that, we should look down and look at the scab and say, Ma Rabu Masacha Hashem, how amazing, how amazing are Hashem's creations that it created this perfect system where a scab forms on its own, the blood knows on its own to form a scab, to form a clot, a solid component of blood to block off the bleeding from continuing, to save our lives essentially. Every time someone gets a scab, they should look down and say, my life was just saved. Because without that scab, a person would bleed to death. And that's something to think about, to remember the bloodstream is the nefesh, it's the soul of the whole person in the sense that it carry, it, it's a highway between everything. It carries all the important nutrients and hormones and electrolytes from one place to another, and it's a representation of the entire human being. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the discussion about the hematologic system, the wonders of the bloodstream. This is Dr. Ari Grubner. Stay tuned. Join us next time for the soda stream, where we talk about the wonders of the human lungs. Thank you.